Hey guys, welcome back to Reclaim Victory Podcast, where we reclaim the victory we have through Christ. If you haven't listened to last episode, I recommend you go do that, because this week's, we're going to dive into it just a little further and talk about how do we actually make God the central part of our life. See, growing up with me, it was always just, I never really understood what it meant to live my life for Christ. I'd always be falling into sin, I'd always be running astray from where God wanted me to go, whether that was actual sin itself or it was God wanted me to have a particular job and I just didn't want that, so I went off and did my own thing. I was missing the mark on a lot of areas of my life. And when we realize and understand how we can live our life for Christ, how we can make God the central part of our life, we'll have a much better understanding and direction of where we need to go, and what God wants us to do. And what I've come to realize is the first thing we really need to do is just to have a relationship with Jesus. And what a relationship with Jesus is, is it's not just a set of rules that we need to follow, because a set of rules we need to follow is just religion. A relationship is something that grows and is living, and you're pursuing one another, not just one person pursuing you or you pursuing one person. It's not a one-sided relationship. It's a commitment between two people to have intimacy with one another. And Jesus Christ calls us to have intimacy with him, to have that relationship with him, to love him, to be his child. And the first thing we need to do is just accept him into your heart. And that comes from John three sixteen, where it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever may believe in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And it's not just like, okay, God, yes, we believe in you. It's a, God, I believe you. I believe your son is Jesus. I believe Jesus is of you. Jesus is God, but he's also man. And I believe that he came and died for my sins because I'm an imperfect person. I'm a sinner. And the only way that I can get to heaven, that I can get to be with God, is by having those sins erased through Jesus Christ. And then acknowledging that he rose from the dead. And the second thing we need to do is to trust him. See, without trust, a relationship can't form. Without trust, a relationship is basically just dead. Because if you can't trust one another, then you can't pursue one another completely, and you can't fully love each other. And see, where what I get this from is that Hebrews 13, 8, where Jesus It says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. See, he's the same in the beginning of time as he is today, as he will be tomorrow. But the greatest thing about that is that means he's the same God, the same Jesus Christ, who said, I will never leave you and forsake you. He said, I will guide your paths and make them straight. He said, I love you. He said, you're my child. And he said that through him, we'll be saved. So we can rely on all those things that Christ said because we can trust him, because he's the same, because with him being the same, his word will never fail. It will never change. He never changes. And the third thing is we can allow that relationship to grow by reading scripture and praying. And see, in Romans 10, 17, it says, Faith comes from hearing the message. And the message is heard through the word of Christ. See, it, what that's doing is 
faith, our relationship with Christ, our belief in him, comes from hearing the message. And the more we hear the message in the word of Christ, that relationship just grows stronger and stronger. We hear from God. We talk to God. And that goes into prayer. But what is prayer? All prayer is is a conversation with God. And a conversation with God isn't just uh, you're, you talking to God. Because a conversation is two-sided. It's talking and listening. See, when we pray, we don't just need to pray, hey God, I'm here, thank you for letting me be here. No, what we need to do is we need to pray and then listen. And we listen by going to the Bible and reading his word. And we listen by meditating on his word. But why is prayer so important? Like, do we really need prayer? And yes, we do need prayer. And it's important because a relationship cannot grow without talking to one another. A relationship cannot grow without a conversation. And see, when we talk with God and listen and hear from God, the more we talk to him, the more that relationship grows. And also, prayer has power. It has great power. See, not only can prayer heal people, it can raise people from the dead, it can perform miracles. But through prayer, you are directly talking with the God of all creation, the God who can do all things. And what greater power is there than being able to talk with the one who created all things? And the coolest thing is, like, we're not alone in prayer. See, even when Jesus was here on this earth, he prayed. He prayed to God because he needed to grow that relationship. Even though he was God, he's the son of God. See, the Trinity isn't just necessarily one whole being. It's the Trinity of God, the Holy Spirit, the Son, and God himself. Even though they're all the same being, they're separate. And with that, they needed to grow closer to one another. And that signified through Jesus praying to God himself. And that gets us into the second point, which is we need to live how Jesus lived. And by doing so, by living how Jesus lived, the first thing we need to do is we need to love others. See, Matthew 22, 30-39, like I talked about last week, got into this. And I'll touch on this latter part of it today, verse 39. Just love others as yourself. See, that's the second and most greatest commandment Jesus gave us, is to love others as yourself. And what that means is we need to serve others. We need to sacrifice for others. We need to put others before us. And see, that will help us grow closer to Christ and make God central in our lives because we're doing stuff that he told us to do. He specifically said to love others as yourself. And the other thing is we need to serve others. And that comes from the same verse and the sacrificial, selfless type of love that agape is, that Jesus used here in this verse. See, when we serve others, we serve as Christ served. See, we clothe others. We feed others. We shelter others. Because when we do these things, we aren't just doing them for the people that we're doing them for. When we do these things, even Christ said, we do those things for Christ. And the other thing is, we just, to grow closer to Christ, we have to do as he did. And yes, loving others and serving others are doing as he did. 
But just on a more broad term, we need we need to do as he did because, see, Jesus went wherever God went. He walked where God walked and said what God wanted him to say. And he listened whenever God talked to him. He was in unity with God. See, when we do those things and we go where God wants us to go, where we walk where God wants us to walk, where we say what God wants us to say, listen whenever God talks to us, we can be in unity with God. And being in unity with God is one of the greatest ways that we can grow closer to Him. Because when we're one with God, when we're in, in unity with God and doing what He wants us to do, that relationship is constantly growing. See, if we could just go where God said to, if we could walk where God wanted us to walk, said what God wanted us to say, listen whenever God spoke to us, that just signifies the selfless, sacrificial, agape kind of love that God wants us to have for Him and others. And when we do these things with God, will automatically do them with other people because of that perfect kind of love. Because when we can say that, Lord, let your will be done, not mine, just as Jesus did, then our whole aspect of life changes because it's not doing what we want to do anymore. It's not serving myself and loving myself anymore. It's, Lord, I love you and I want to serve you. And I want to do as you do and do as you want me to do. So let your will be done, not mine. And in doing so, that is one of the greatest ways we can grow closer to God because a servant's heart is the heart that Jesus wanted us to have. A servant's sacrificial, loving heart where we can say, God, yes, I have my own plans, but your plans are more important. Yes, I've got the own thing, my own things that I want to do, but what you want me to do is more important than what I want to do. Not only will God be pleased, but we'll live a successful, happy life because we've got the faith in God that he'll do what he can do and he can do anything and then others will also benefit from it at the same exact time. But what does all of this require? What does having a relationship with Jesus require? What does living how Jesus lived require? And it requires focus. This journey as a Christian, this journey in our relationship with Christ, with God, striving to grow closer to Christ and let that relationship grow each and every day. It's not just a one and done deal. It's a race. It's a, you start it, you need to finish it. And every runner in a race requires focus because if they look back, they slow down. See, even Philippians 3, 13 through 14 says, Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. As a runner, when you're running a race, you're not looking back. It slows you down. What you're doing is you're straining and leaning toward your goal, towards where you want to go, to where you want to end up. And see, when you look back, one of the biggest things it does other than slowing you down is it distracts you. Because when you look back, you look back at all the things you've done wrong at all your sins, and you're like, man, I'm a terrible person. But that's not who you are anymore because that was all erased with Jesus Christ. You're a born-again creation. 
You are beautiful and you're unique. When we keep our eyes on God, and we don't look back, and we just keep our eyes on God, which is our last point, keeping our eyes on God, we focus on the important thing. We focus on who God is. And when we focus on who God is, we can understand who we are in Him. Because He made us in the image of Himself, like we talked about last week. God made us in His own image. And when we keep our focus on God instead of what's behind us, we're focusing on the goal. We're reaching towards God. And in doing so, we're not focused on the things to the side, on the things to the back. It's almost like we've got the blinders on like a horse does in a horse race. And when we do that, God becomes the central focus of our lives. He's the only thing that we see. Whenever we talk, he's the thing that we see. Whenever we do an action to help somebody, he's the thing that we focus on. Because when we do these things for others, we do them for him. And when we do them for him, we do them for others. So don't look back. Don't look back at what's behind you. Because all that will do is distract you. Keep your focus heavenward. Keep your focus on God. Because things may happen in today and tomorrow, or maybe even yesterday, that you may have fallen, someone may have been terrible to you, may have persecuted you for your belief in Christ. But if we keep our focus on God, that won't matter. Because our goal is to be with God. Our goal is to be in heaven with God. Our goal is to pursue a relationship with Christ. And if that's the truth, which the Bible is the truth of God, then nothing else matters. All the things of this world fade, yet Christ, the Word of God, still remain. So let's just close this thing out in prayer. Lord, we thank you for this day you've given us. We thank you for all you've done for us. From creating us to creating the universe and constantly expanding it, so that we can marvel at your wonderful works. We thank you for sending your son to die on the cross, because without that, we'd be nothing. Lord, whatever words you gave me to speak today, Lord, let them touch the hearts of others. And this week, as we go on, as Christmas is coming closer and closer, the day that we celebrate your birth, let us just understand that we need to keep our focus on you. Not the gifts, not the things going on around us, not the family fights or the people trampling each other in stores, but you, Lord, and growing our relationship closer with you because when we grow this relationship with you, we continue to make you a central part of our life. Not just a piece of our life, not just fitting you into a box, in our own lives, but fitting us into the box of your life, Lord. Letting us live for you. We thank you for these things. In your name we pray. Amen. And hey guys, thank you for listening. Remember to share this podcast around, whether that be social media or with your friends. Um, I hope you got something great out of it. Remember, Jesus loves you. God bless.